And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Seeing Red. I'm David K. Montoya. All right, kids, I got some things I need to cover, and then we'll jump into what I have planned for all of you. Um, I've actually received a couple emails, um, I, I guess, people that are subscribed to my sister's Facebook page uh, saw a post, and and then uh, my wife replied, and, and they kind of put two to two together. Um, Rebecca and Aaron are going to be on a hiatus for a while, uh, from the show and not what you think. It wasn't, there was no fight or anything like that. It was actually a decision made by me. Um, there's several things that are going on in their lives that they just need to get situated. Uh, you know, my sister is in college and, and she's been sick for a while. And if you listen to the back episodes, you know, she was gone for like three weeks from the, from the show, you know, and that was because she was sick and, and now she needs to get caught up on, on all her work. And for Aaron is getting ready to start college. And though he will be taking classes two days a week, um, you know, this is his first go about with college. So he needs to kind of get his legs with college. And there was, you know, some things that were happening. It was kind of hard to, to schedule and sit down. And, and there was, uh, you know, some shows that were missed. And when they were able to get together, we were, um, you know, we would do multiple episodes for you guys. And with me right now, it's, it's really difficult to sit down and, and do multiple episodes just because, of everything that's going on in my life. Um, you know, I'm fairly busy and, and personal things are going on. Plus I'm still, you know, working on the, the movie and, 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 uh, just recently I was hired by a friend of mine, Alan Russo, and I'm going to be the book producer for his new book. Um, let me see if I can remember what it's called. It's called, uh, A Dark World of Spirits in the Fae. And that's going to be his new anthology, and I've been hired to produce that book. So I decided, I gave him a call. And, and yes, uh, you know, when, when I first talked to Aaron, because I talked to Aaron first, he, he understood what I was trying to get at. Um, the decision was not made in anger or anything like that. It was just, uh, and it really wasn't even a business decision. 
uh, you know, Rebecca is my, my little sister and, and I look at Aaron, even though he's my brother-in-law, I look at him as my brother. And I just felt that they need to kind of get themselves resituated with everything, uh, before they sit back down and, and we start to show back up with the three of us. So they're going to be gone for a while. I don't know exactly how long. Um, you know, I'm going to check in with them from time to time to, just to see where they're at. And, and once everything is situated and, and I feel that they can come in and sit down and podcast without prohibiting the stuff that they are working on, um, then I, I will bring them back in. Plus, you know, for me, I have to have some open time for me because not only am I working on, you know, the movies and the book, I'm also bringing in brand new podcasts um you know there's an open submission right now for uh people to join the jazel modcast network and i i've been talking to several shows in fact here comes the good segue uh we just recently brought in a brand new show that's going to be starting on the jazel modcast network next week now they've actually been going uh, the, well, the, we'll start carrying them at episode 11. So they, they'll have 10 episodes under their belt, you know, as of Tuesday. And it's called the Movie Madhouse podcast. And I really like them guys. I, I found them on Twitter and I was, I went to their website and I listened to their episode and I enjoyed what they were producing. I enjoyed the conversation with everybody that was involved. It was kind of, what I originally initially wanted for the Saturday segments, but unfortunately we couldn't find enough people to sit down. And so it ended up becoming a solo show, but these guys, these guys have it good. And this week I'm going to plug, even though they're, they won't officially be part of the Jason Moncast network until next week, next Tuesday. Um, I want to go ahead and plug their episode 10 because I really got a kick out of that. So without further ado, I present to you the Movie Madhouse Podcast, episode 10. Jason and Rob. Hey, welcome back, boys. Welcome so, back. This is official episode number 10. 10. 10. 10. Double digits. Yes. yes. Who, well, I knew we were going to get here. I just didn't know it was going to be official episode yes. 10. They said uh, we did the animated special one. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Technically, we uh, hit double digits last week, but we're, we're official episodes. Official episodes. That's yeah. right. So, how does it feel? It feels good. I love it. Yes. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Oh, yeah. So Riding that wave of popularity. I have already seen caught two paparazzi hiding in the bushes outside my house. You know, it's starting to roll. Release yeah. the hounds. That's I had to do. give an autograph. The police don't count. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. No. When you sign a ticket, that's not an autograph. But No, it's my signature. It's still, well, technically it is an autograph, but. Yeah, I, uh, not the good kind. No, no, no. Those are the ones you want to avoid giving. So <laughs> that autograph is worth money, just not to you. 
Well, I said the the society in general appreciates your donation to the uh, the pot, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> uh, <sighs> all right. I, I've got to ask: Did either of you go see Elysium? No. Did not that yet. come out yet? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. See, <laughs> see, you were busting my balls about Cloud Atlas. <laughs> now we got something on him. Yep. Yeah. But you know what? But you know what? It's your fault because I know what's coming up with the the top, with the box office. Okay, and it's uh-huh. you're, I'm blaming you two. Apparently, we're to blame. Oh, yep, you're to blame. Yeah, they're the only one keeping that movie industry afloat. Right? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. It's all your fault. Okay, I can I can don't think I can really handle that kind of pressure, but uh, okay, <laughs> you got some pretty broad shoulders. You'll be okay. Oh, sad. Yeah, I know. Hey, well, um, I think before we get into our usual thing. Um, Kind of a teaser for everybody. Uh, there's something in the works for the podcast yes. about expanding our listenership. So yes. I'm, we're kind of in the process of uh, dotting the T's and crossing the I's with uh, something right, something that'll be pretty exciting for us. And then once everything gets finalized, then we can make the full announcement and sure. then we can go from there. All Just right. a little teaser for everybody because we're jerks that way. Just know that the show as you know it. It's not changing other than Rob getting new toys. I have sound bites. <laughs> but the show, your, the show as you know it is not changing. You don't have to worry like that. Nope. And wherever you get it from now, you'll still be able to get it from there. Yep. Yes. Yep. So nothing. So nothing, further details to come. Yeah. I said nothing's changing dramatically our way. It's just being able to get our show out a little bit to a more broader audience as as it should be darn it everyone should be listening to us well i do have to say that we finally got every province in canada listening to the show bc finally came. way to go bc BC and they stepped up big time too welcome to the party yeah it wasn't one or two it It was was like five or six yeah so it was looking at the stats the one day one person listened and then the very next bam we had Four more, five more. See, BC takes their time, but when they do it, wham, they do it. Yep. Yeah, yeah so, that's right. Stay friends. Yep. So, again, we have to thank all our listeners for taking the time to uh, make make us uh, what we are. Doing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If it wasn't wasn't for you guys, we would just be not doing this. Well, no, we'd do it, but we would be the only ones listening. All right. That and Christina. And Christina, well, I force her to listen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't I know. Her. Teaser with the movie. That way she knows she's getting the movie. Well, she'll still listen to see where it is this week. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I still don't know if it's right that I listen to my own podcast. You know, like, <laughs> is it narcissistic to listen well, to yourself? No, because <laughs> I listen to it for you guys. Oh, because I listen to it for you. Uh, I I see how this yes. is. <laughs> I listen because I know I'm awesome, so I just listen to the, try and correct you guys. I think the main reason I listen to it is because I'm getting older and the memory's going, so I forget what we talked about. <laughs> Contact sports. Yep. Hate I don't play. I'm not, I'm not an athlete. You're a mathlete. <laughs> I no, I never was. <laughs> I am good at math, but no, I never did that. Okay, all right. Enough of this folder all. Let's get down to brass tacks here, yes. boys. Let's go for the big words. Our top five. The top five box office this week. Which this week is the top thirteen. Top. Th- <laughs> what? Why are we? Yeah. Why? That's okay. Just, there's a reason. To, there's there a, is a to your very madness? big reason. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Number one, Lee Daniels, the Butler. I. 
I told I you I was going to be surprised, yeah. though. No, no, I'm not that much. I'm not surprised. You're not? Because, no, it's an Oprah, Oprah production. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if she produces I know she's in it. She's I don't know if she's... All, all she has to do is, I'm in a movie, and the Oprah hordes are going to... Which, obviously, that must have been what happened. Yeah. I know she pimped it on her network or oh, whatever. Right there. It's... it's not a typical summer movie. I think we've no. we've already we've had our Superman. We've had that might be the, why they put it out when they did. Yeah, because we're oversaturated with the big blockbusters. Yep. Let's let's get some art out there now. Now the adults get to have their movies. Yeah. That's that's what this is. This is this is the drama. The dramatic crowd is getting their crack at it. And I haven't seen or heard anything about how much did it make? Twenty five million. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it's the most of the weekend. It's yeah. it's on par as I heard this this past weekend has been on par with last year's weekend, which the big draw that, that last year was Expendables two. So it's it's a kind of a, what they're calling a flat weekend. It's not a great number weekend, but it is on par from last year. So yeah, well, it's, it's the weekend before Labor Day weekend right. anyway. So four movies coming out. So yeah. It's actually the week before the week before Labor Day. Yeah, oh. two weeks to go. Yeah, contact sports. <laughs> That's my gimmick trip. Yeah. Now this is the, the number two is kind of what surprised me though. Well, I just found a comical after Mike saying, "Now the adults get their movies. We're the Millers." Oh, number, number two, two. spot, yeah. two weeks in a row. Yep. This week it made seventeen point seven million. Okay. So if you notice, the only one of the four new ones was number one. Oh, all right. Okay. Number two was an old one. Yep. Number three is a repeat. Yep. Elysium. Yes. And I, again, I blame you too. It should have been iron. It's your uh, fault. It doesn't matter. Like I said, okay. The 20 bucks we're going to throw into that pot is not going to jack it back up. It could have. Point. No, it okay, could Okay. Seriously. <laughs> we're the Millers. 17.7 million. Elysium, 13.6 million. Yeah, okay. I know. I know. Mm, we don't buy that much concessions. <laughs> okay. I know. Even if we went to the VIP movie theater and paid 20 bucks 20 bucks a ticket it still would have made any liquor difference of how that one did i still blame you and i'm just gonna leave it at that and it just did a hair over number four yes kick ass two was number four brought in 13.568 million as i read they are disappointed in that number they expected it to do somewhat better than that well i don't i didn't catch what they were hoping for but it did come well under more. what they wanted. They want more. They all want more. But um, it, I think it, it was afflicted by burnout. That could it, be. Like said, it, it's been a big comic book uh, movie-heavy summer. And it, it Last just, couple, three years. Yeah. yeah. And, well, well I, that's what they aim. The, you can basically... All the summer blockbusters for the next few years are comic book movies. Like that's just that's the cash cow in Hollywood right now. Yeah, and it's just going to get slammed every year. Oh yeah, number five, planes. Yeah, the still cars. didn't see it. Yeah, still thirteen point one million. Then Percy Jackson eight point three million. That's number six. That's quite the drop. The reason we jumped to seven is because it's one of the new releases. Number seven was a new release. Okay, Jobs. Six point seven million. I'm hearing. I've caught a lot of negative reviews on that. Yeah. Well, I. I don't know. I, it, it, one, it's Ashton Kutcher, 
So I don't think he carries the cachet as taking a, him as a serious, as as a, a serious role is yeah. going to be difficult, right? Well, don't the, forget, this is the guy that made Dude, where's my car? And now he's trying to be yeah. Steve Jobs. The only serious role I've ever been able to tolerate him in is Butterfly Effect. I I cannot bring myself to watch that movie. That I like. The Everybody first one, says I that. Really I can't like. bring myself to watch it. It was good, but like I said it was a one trick pony. And yeah, like I said I can't. He said he he just doesn't come across as a serious actor to me. Jobs for Ashton Kutcher is like the razor's edge for Bill Murray. Bill Murray tried to get into serious acting during his heyday with Stripes and yeah. uh, all the, the Ghostbusters, and it bombed. It was a horrible failure because people did not want to see him in that role. I remember I remember that blowback. Make me laugh, funny man. Yep. Okay, we're going to fly through the next few of them. Okay. Two Guns brought in $5.5 million. Smurfs 2 brought in 4.6. Wolverine brought in 4.4. Conjuring brought in 3.9. And number 12, Despicable Me 2, still up there, brought in 3.7. It's total so far, almost $346 million. Nice. That's got to be in the top for for films for this year. Oh, I believe it. I really believe it. And number 13, and I had to get it in because Harrison Ford's in it. Oh, oh, you're uh, paranoia. paranoia. Yep, brought in three and a half million. I did see. I did finally see a trailer for that. It does look intriguing. It does, yeah. but apparently, a lot of people don't think so. Well, I'm thinking it was a lack of marketing because I I didn't see a trailer for it until Friday. Like yeah, the first it hasn't been widely pushed. So I think it was just they didn't push it in the right markets or as wide of market. Yeah. I'm just looking. I don't see Superman or Iron Man on here anymore, so it's not a very good comparison. But uh, Despicable Me 2 was the highest with that. Uh, going back to Kick-Ass, uh, surprised the heck out of me. I uh, was at a party. Like, my dad threw this, like, golf tournament party thing. And my dad flat out said to me he wants to see Kick-Ass. He's never seen the first one, and he wants he wants to see both of them. Mm-hmm. Those aren't the kind of movies. Like, yeah, he liked Iron Man and the Avengers and whatnot, but... Kick-Ass is a little bit more, I don't know what you want to call it, racy. Violent. Uh, violent. violent. <laughs> right. Yeah. He actually wants to see those movies. Yeah, that surprised the heck out of me. Yeah, that the Kick-Ass is a hard R movie. Yeah, it, it's well, definitely not for the kids. And Your first introduction to Hit Girl Alone. Oh, like, come yeah. on now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know they, they said they took a lot of flack for uh, Chloe Moretz's uh, dialogue in that movie. Oh, yeah. And she was only, what? I oh, 12, she, no, 13, she couldn't have been more than 13. Yeah. And they said there were, there was, I remember just when that came out, everybody was just going absolutely crazy. I remember even before that. it came out, the first trailer with Nicolas Cage and uh, shooting her. Yep. Yeah. Said, He'll be fine, baby doll. Bang. Yep. Like, he's shooting a kid. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of movie is this? It happens all the time. Well, <laughs> said, well, yeah, it does. It's pretty <laughs> sad commentary on the world, but that's not what we're here for. Next topic. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to look her up real quick. There she is. Because uh, Kick-Ass came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was born in 97. 97, so she, she was 13. 13. Contact sports. Well, actually, she would have been 12 because okay. they filmed it the year before. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah, yes. Wow. So now it's what she's only fifteen now, like fifteen, sixteen ish. Wow, I th- hit girl can drive. Yeah, well, see, she's she can finally uh, say the lines in the line the dialogue, and nobody's going to say It'll too be much. A little about bit it more acceptable. Yeah. Right, well, this, this teenage kids are always talking like that. 
Go to any public school, you'll hear worse. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All, right. All right. We're not here for that anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got to really stop with the social commentary. Uh, nobody gives a rat's ass what we're I hear people about. changing the channel. Yeah. <laughs> That's good ears. Okay. <laughs> Coming out this weekend. Well, actually, we should jump in because before the weekend even hits, we will be recording a special. Oh, yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. We're looking forward. Yes. Taking the the, the show on the road again. We are going to be in Windsor. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and uh, we're going to see if we can't take a whole bunch of us. Are we ready? Yes, you bet. We're all ready. Yeah. Okay. We're all ready to go. We are hitting the road. going to be a bad idea. Damn. Are we trying to invite invite people? No, we don't because we Nobody want to make come. sure we get seats. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, Nobody. Right. It's the 22nd, the <laughs> Thursday. At the, at the Walker Road? Silver yep. Yeah, Silver City at Walker Road. That's right. Not at Devonshire on Wednesday. No, no, definitely not at Devonshire on Wednesday. No, wrong place to be if you go there. We'll be there. We'll be doing our uh, podcast all on Firefly and Serenity. Yes. Been rewatching it over the last week. Yeah. And and I think all of us have been boning up on our uh, Firefly. today. I've got one episode left, and then I do want to try and cram in that documentary that I just found out about last week. I watched it. You did? Yeah. Um, that, That doc... It's fan, uh, done the impossible is the name of the documentary, right. and it's a uh, just a hour and a half love poem to uh, Firefly fans, okay. like the brown coats and the uh, and the, the the cast and crew. Uh, they were they were had a bunch of the, a bunch of the crew that helped make Firefly and Serenity uh, did some interviews, and a lot of the crew was saying this the cast. Uh, would have a party, and they would invite crew along, and they were they, that was kind of surprising to a lot of the Hollywood crew because the cast usually doesn't associate right. Yeah, with, they, there's a there's a line yeah, they don't yeah. cross. But they're they're saying this this cast was so friendly and it, it had a family atmosphere. Everybody got together. I, I, I think I heard uh, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad was on one of the late night talk shows last week. Actually, I think it might, actually might have been a uh, an older episode from a few months back. But they asked him um, when they were finishing the last episode or something. Him and Cranston in particular, but a bunch of crew members as well, went to and went and got tattoos. Oh, okay. And they, there was crew involved. He said there was a large group of them. They all went and got tattoos to commemorate the show. I, I think you can get away. Well, I think you would develop more of a uh, rapport with the people that you work with on a TV show as opposed to a, a, a movie, just because you're working together so much. Okay, and so you get you get your movie, your your shoot for three four months. Yeah, and bam, you're gone. Yep. So okay, I've got to do it. Oh, because no. it fits the conversation. Here we go. Kevin. Okay. Mm. He even said it. What the product comes out better when everybody's there and is enjoying their work. They're there because they love what they're doing. What's our yeah. time? Uh, oh, believe me. I, that was gonna be, I'm going to be adding minutes. to that later anyway. Yeah, it's a new record. <laughs> but, 16 minutes in. But it fits the conversation. Because, <laughs> yeah. well, he had the bad experience with the cop out. 
because Willis was just there for the paycheck. Well, you know, but his like Red State, everyone loved what they were doing on that. So it's when everybody there loves what they're doing, the product comes out better. Yeah. Well, I think it's a whole morale thing, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like I said if 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 everybody is on the same page with what they're trying to do, what they're trying to get out, that's going to reflect on the screen after like post-production when you're trying to sell your product and stuff like that. Willis just sounds like a dick. Yeah. And you just, just a bitter. Well, he had that kind of thing in with, uh, live free or die hard too. Cause Kevin Smith was in that one. Yeah. And, uh, had a little uh, tete-a-tete with Bruce Willis. Well, well, no, see, that uh, how that started, that's how Kevin got cop out, is because they were doing the scene that Kevin was in, and it wasn't flowing right. It just wasn't working for the director, and Willis wanted to do certain things, and the director wanted to do something, and they were arguing and whatnot, and Kevin stepped forward and said, if you get me a laptop, give me 20 minutes, I can bang, I can rewrite this this scene, and I can make it work. And he did. And then, well, Willis is the final say. They had to get some other producers okay on it, but Willis had the final say, and Willis liked it, and that's what they used in the movie for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, and Willis liked that he did that. Willis approached Kevin a while later and said, let's do a movie together, and that's what we got cop out. And, and all that, hell broke loose. So the yeah. Willis Kevin worked with on Live Free, Die Hard is a different Willis than what he met on Cop Out. No. Well, it's not the same character. John McClane is a different character completely. Right. I think, I think, and like you said, Willis was just there to get a paycheck. La, la, la. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> this all stemmed from the Firefly show that'll be coming up in the middle of the week. Yes. Yes. And, uh. Yep, the big damn movie. Yes. Serenity. Yep, Serenity. I am so looking forward. I haven't watched that for a while, so. I've actually said when I through last week when I was catching up on my Firefly episodes, I had the the Serenity in my hands. So and I'm going, I was thinking about watching it. Then I thought, no. I, I'm. It's been long enough since the last time I watched it. I kind of can't really forget it, but I didn't want to spoil. It's going to be kind of relatively fresh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I feel. And so I'm like, just watching the season right up to episode 14, and I'm waiting. I'm yeah. not going to watch the DVD. As I, as I told you guys before, my, my older son, he's, he watched 13 out of the 14 episodes last night. So and this morning. He's, and, and this morning. Well, he started about midnight last night, and when I got home at 11 this morning, he was just finishing the 13th episode. Nice. So I I offered that he can, he could come with us to see Serenity. So he's got one episode, and then he's going to watch that. Well, now my younger son's going to try and cram it all in in two days, too. <laughs> but it will be totally fresh for them. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And, and think, new, too. It, yeah. Well, and my older boy, I flat out said, do you like it? And he said, I loved it. He's loving the show. So ah, Another straight answer out of the teenager. Yeah, I know. That's two topics I've gotten a straight answer. <laughs> Something's wrong. I know. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for him to start asking me for money. Yeah. Cats loving dogs up and down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, coming out this Friday, two big movies: the world, or sorry, uh, the world's end. Yes, that's going to be a fun one. That's yeah. exactly. and you know what? That's another one that my son has been anxious for ever since he discovered Shaun of the Dead, and then he then he watched Hot Fuzz, and then he heard about this one, 
he's been anxious. And when he found it, because he thought it came out last month. Oh, really? Because it, it opened somewhere back in July, but not here. Oh. I think, oh, it, I think it was shown at a festival here in Canada somewhere. Oh, okay. Oh. And that's what he caught. No, it, I don't think it was. No, no, because it hasn't yeah, officially started out. yet. Oh. No, it was. Okay. It, it had some festival showing in Canada like a month ago. Yeah. And he thought that was the Canadian opening. And when I told him otherwise, he's like, oh, he's like all depressed. <laughs> he's really anxious for that one. So am I. Those, I, those guys know how to do it right. I oh, don't. Yeah. They said, everything they do, they touch. It's gold. It's funny stuff. See, I even liked Paul. I love Paul. That yeah, was, yeah, that was and pretty Being fun, a yeah. sci-fi geek, yep. you know, all the little sci-fi jokes they threw in their references to little things here and there. It was just, it was awesome. Yep. It's Seth Rogen as the alien, too. That was he, nice. He was good. <laughs> it just, he was I, I, He was better than I expected, actually. Yeah. I did, wasn't quite sure about him in that kind of spot, and it worked. He, he, was, he was really good in it. Yeah. Well, the second one coming out, and uh, actually it's got a super ticket. Or will. Or will. Yeah. Mortal Instruments, City of Bones. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, uh, my, a friend of mine has read the books, Tom. Yep. He actually has read those books. Wow. Okay. Yeah. My, I know my uh, my kids have read the books. I haven't read I haven't. Tom read those books. Tom doesn't read a lot of books. Yeah. And his wife got him in, and he got hooked. And he's, he's really a big fan of the books. And what he's told me about them, with the trailer I saw, okay, it looks to me like Twilight meets Harry Potter. Not yeah. that that's a bad thing. No, if it's done, I, mean, I know absolutely nothing about this uh, this franchise. I, so. I can't even remember no. the basic premise, but I know it's got like kind of the demons and angels, vampires and witches or something. It's along those lines. Yeah, said teenagers with sparkly powers doing stuff that uh, makes no sense. Set in contemporary New York City, a seemingly ordinary teenager, Clary Frey, discovers she is a descendant of a line of shadow hunters. A secret cadre of young half-angel warriors locked in an ancient battle to protect our world from demons. After the disappearance of her mother, Clay must join. Sorry, Clary must join. Sons of Anarchy, run the brain. <laughs> Clary must join forces with a group of shadow hunters who introduce her to a dangerous alternate New York called Downworld, filled with demons, warlocks, vampires, werewolves, and other deadly creatures. Okay. Boom! Boom! Sounds scary. Yes. Oh, oh going to the soundboard. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe you had some uh, queued up. <laughs> no, I did not. The fact that they're throwing a little bit of everything into it, it makes me wonder, okay, is it going to be too much? That makes me angry. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, that's all I had for angry. Let <laughs> <laughs> the Wookiee win. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, when you try and throw... That, the wizards and the vampires and the werewolves and it, when you when it when you get too much of it all, something's gonna lose out. Yeah, you know the vampires aren't gonna be as cool as they could be. The werewolves aren't gonna be as cool as they could be. You know, it's vampires stopped being cool after uh, Lost Boys. No, they were cool a little bit later. Anne Rice came out with the Vampire Chronicles and Vampire the Masquerade was released. They were still cool. That was the early nineties. Yeah, but um, see, I, vampires I, stop being cool right before the sparkly crap. That's true. I, I, and no, I the disagree. Crap I disagree. It. I'm putting my stamp on True Blood. I'm turning your mic off. <laughs> I love the show. Oh, wait, I like Blood. what they do on True Blood. 
I, I really get a kick out of it. I've, I'm loving this current season because it's been really fast-paced and I action. can't argue with him. This season of True Blood has been amazing. So, haven't seen it. It's it's it's. A, I love the show. I've read all the books except for the latest. That's a, that's uh, a book series. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're called. It's called the Southern Vampire Novels, the Southern Vampire Mysteries, or something like that, or the Suki Stackhouse Novels. The show deviates a lot yeah. from the books, but just little elements get picked in, and it's really cool. Just to read the books, having watched the show, I have faces in my head now. I don't have to try and picture what they oh, look like. I now have faces. I know, oh, that's what Jason looks like. That's what Suki looks like, you know? it's But it's a great show, and you just never know quite what they're going to do next. You it's, think you know, and then they, ah, oh, no, they did a little something different there. It's like Dexter. They, they stick to the novel as a, a blueprint, but they vary. Dexter's a novel too. Oh, Dexter's got four novels. Oh, Dex- Dexter Dark- dreaming darkly, or darkly something? dreaming Dexter. Now, are the books for Dexter the source material? Yes. Okay. More so than what True Blood is. True Blood, they've deviated a lot. Okay. Yeah, like in the first, uh, the first two seasons, first season in particular was pretty close to the first book, with some little switches here other and there. Than the fact that Tara's hardly in it and Lafayette dies at the end. Yes. <laughs> But he's still kicking in season six. Well, yeah. Because yeah, he's, well, he's one of the character. most popular characters on the show. But see, that's where Dexter differs as well. In the original novel, right at the very end, when uh, the ice truck killer, Dexter's brother, yeah. has Deb on the Spoilers. table. Eh, read the book. <laughs> <laughs> on that table is actually LaGuerta. Oh, okay. Okay. And Dexter finds him. He helps him kill LaGuerta and then sets him off and says, go, find someplace else to live. Okay. So more reading that work to do. Yep. Well, okay. This is the one thing I, I, I'm kind of surprised that it hasn't come up until now talking about the novelization of, uh, or the adaptation, adaptation of the novels, the game of Thrones series. That is true. Now I read the books, then I started to watch the series and I understand they have to get creative with the, the, the TV series and stuff like that. Um, but there's a couple things in there that really threw me off after after reading the books and then watching the series. And I'm just going, eh. it's That's why it's, I haven't read the books. I love the show too much that I don't want to spoil it. Not that, not that I want to – I don't want to spoil what's going to happen next. I don't want to spoil it and, oh, but they did this differently and, you know, they could have done it this way. And I don't want to take that away. Yeah, it's basically really two separate entities as far as I can see. See, things like that, you got to take like uh, like Batman now. Yeah. There yeah. is Batman and then there's Christopher Nolan's Batman. Yeah. They are completely separate. You know, yeah. they don't even exist in the same universe. No. Well, that was like speaking of the Christopher Nolan Batman uh, the, on the Facebook page. They're talking about somebody. I think it was Corey Chaney, the, mm-hmm. one of the act, lead actors for uh, Heart's Journey, posted that um, one of the production companies offered Christian Bale fifty million dollars to reprise his roles, Batman, right. one more time. And the day he posted that, I had read. That Hugh Jackman was offered a hundred million dollars to reprise Wolverine after X Men: Days of Future's Past. Wow. Yep. <laughs> so that's where I said, are, are they that desperate to keep their cash cows flowing and not taking chances on a fresh face? It falls into the um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But you can, you got to understand where the like the actors can't get pigeonholed into these roles. Oh yeah, and. 
I, I can see where an actor goes, okay, but Bale's done Batman three times. Okay, that's fine. I'm done with that. Yep. Uh, Jackman's done Wolverine five. 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 With the sixth coming. Yeah. Yep. He's he's done all that. It was like. My Technically, uh, six with the seventh coming. Because he did have a cameo in first class. Yeah, that's counting that. <laughs> no. Yep. He's been in five separate movies. No. Six. There's the three X-Men trilogy. Mm-hmm. Then first class, mm-hmm. X Men Origins Wolverine, and now the Wolverine. Right. That's seven movies with oh, an eight yeah. yeah. Days of Future Past. You're absolutely right. Ignore me. <laughs> All right then. So <laughs> I'm going to sit over here and play with my soundboard. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, I, like it's the amount of money that they're offering these actors to do these roles. How many movies are they asking them to do for that amount of money though? Cuz that's not going to be for just one movie, obviously. 50 million for one movie, that's incredible. With Christian Bale it could be because they want him to do the Superman Batman. Yeah, but I can't see 50 million for a one-time paycheck. I can't. I can. I, I, I can. can. I can't. Like I for for Jackman, like 100 million, that's got to be That may have been offered before Wolverine came out. No, I just read that. That day that Corey posted that about about Bale is the day I read the article about Hmm. Jackman. So it sucked at the box office, and they still offered him that. Yeah. Hmm. So Jackman's got to be a multi-movie deal, and I just don't see them being able to make their money back because it needs to go into a fresher direction. Yeah. Yeah, they've run it for what it can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. They, now, if they were to spin it after Days of Future Past into like an Age of Apocalypse line, mm-hmm. could be interesting. There, there is, there is a great deal. Well, I think we've already talked about this. The, uh, the depth of the stories that can be plumbed out of uh, the comic books you can you, go crazy. But you need, you need somebody that that will pull people into the theater for the, for your lead actor. And if you look at it, they've had some amazing stuff to, out of the gate. You know, their first three movies were good. The yeah. Last Stand. Eh. But now they're digging into comic history and they're going with the best X-Men story. Days yeah. of Future Past. Yep. Yep. What do you do past that? You know? Yeah, are they, are they swinging too hard for the fences now? They're not going to be able to follow it up. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you, you look at it, you got uh, Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, uh, and Jackman, I don't see them doing anything X-related after Days of Future Past. Mm-mm. And that's your, your three big hitters right there. Yep. So after after this is done, I see those three guys walking, and then they said maybe Fassbender does his uh, Magneto again, and they go back in history, and they do another first-class era Again, age of class. they could go like yep. I said, Age of Apocalypse. That was a different world. The Mag- Magneto ran the X Men, and you yeah, know. see, then you're then people not comic oriented will be thinking, okay, it's a reboot. Yeah, they might have to reboot Depends it on if they set it up off of Days of Future's Past. You know, we just don't know what they're going to do with yeah, that. Yeah, right? that's true too. Well, you said you, you you bench it for a couple of years and then you reboot and then there's nothing wrong wrong with a reboot, really. No, well, oh, Spider no. Spider Man's been they've been oh. rebooting that and rebooting that and rebooting that. Mm-hmm. I I love the new Spider Man. I can't wait for two. I just want to see Paul Giamatti as Rhino. Seriously, yeah. there's gonna be a lot of CGI. 
lot of CGI. Holy crap! They got to add bulk to them. <laughs> <laughs> but when I when I when I heard that they cast Paul Giamatti as uh, the Rhino, at first I was like, "What, really?" Then I started thinking about it. I went, "Oh, he's going to be a fantastic Rhino," because they have Rhino in the comic books is uh, manic depressive. So, oh Lord, yes, he can. Yeah, that'll that work. Off. That'll work. So I'm thinking <laughs> Giamatti's just going to chew the hell out of every scene that he gets into. So and, it, and it's going to be awesome. So they'll put Arnold Schwarzenegger in a rhino suit and digitally impose Paul's face over top. <laughs> <laughs> Digital. Uh, just going to cheap Photoshop. There we go. <laughs> you don't have the budget but for hey, good CGI anymore. Jamie Foxx is Electro. Electro, yeah. Did you see any of the uh, the production stills of Fox as uh, Electro? Yeah, not not bad. Yeah, I like it. Not bad. Different direction. and mm-hmm. I, I can, As long as they don't have the, the big, like, Star oh, Zap head you thing, have you that. know? That was terrible. <laughs> Unless they do an origin story. And who, how did he get his powers? He French kissed the light socket. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different movie. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. 
For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jazamon.com. All right. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the rest of the stuff coming out this weekend, and it's not a lot of big name stuff. No, the Colony with Lawrence Fishburne, Never. Uh, Devil's Pass. There's one scenic route I wouldn't mind seeing. But it's got Josh Duhamel in it. Hold on a sec. Said you got something over there? No, no, no. Move on. <laughs> oh, you're you're gonna you're gonna bring up his daughter being a porn star, weren't you? No. Okay. No. Uh, uh, Who's daughter? No. Whoa, 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 whoa. we got to bring this. Fishburn. 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 You ever heard about that? That was like no. a year ago. Really? Yeah. yeah. Apparently, I don't travel in the same circles you do. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Hollywood Babylon. That's where we get all our Hollywood news, man. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Now our show's over. <laughs> the secret's out. <laughs> Okay. That's where I heard about it anyways. Yep. Coming out on DVD. Yes. Back on track, sort of. Wow. Two big releases. Epic. The Epic. animated movie. Oh, and, uh, Is that DreamWorks uh, or Pixar? I believe it's DreamWorks. I haven't. Like, is it, when that came out, I I didn't see it. Actually, I didn't hear anything about it. But everybody keeps talking it up. And I'm like, all right. Maybe I'll yeah, yeah it, it is shot. getting a lot of hype with the DVD coming out. But when I first saw a trailer for it and what I saw what the basic premise was, it made me think back to a movie from, I think it was the 90s, Fern Gully. Oh, okay. Similar that was concept, awesome really, with a, a human getting shrunk down or something, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I did like Fern Gully, though. Yeah. I did, actually, it was on TV now, or oh. I put it on, it was on Netflix. I watched it with my great nephew a while back. This was by Blue Sky. Blue Sky. Blue Sky. Ice Never. Age and Rio. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, they got a good track record. Yep. And it's got a lot of big names in it. Beyonce Knowles, Steven Tyler, Pitbull, Josh Hutcherson, Amanda Seyfried, Colin Farrell. Like, there is a lot of big names in this. Amanda Seyfried. That's the girl who did Lovelace that I'm hearing good things about. Yep. Like, and the story, I guess, is based on a book. Okay. Again, I don't quote me on that. That's just a rumor I heard. <laughs> no, well, it's just yeah, um, everything in Hollywood else, is rumors. Yeah, I know. What else you got coming? Out the here? second one is Scary Movie Five. Oh, uh, crap. Really? a series that won't die. Oh, <laughs> it needs to die a fiery, painful death. Hey, IMDb rated it three point five. That's far mm. too good. <laughs> yes. I nah. I don't. I, did I even watch four? I don't think I did. No. no. I said, it's just uh, more. More grist for the mill. It's exactly. Just, it's, it's just they're they're marketing on the name alone anymore. After the first two, it would stop. Being well, that's good. because that's because the Wayans brothers left. Yeah. Well, they were smart. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This isn't funny anymore. We're gone. Yep. Yeah. That needs to well, stop. Well, when you look at all those movies, you know, it started with the scary movies, and then they did the other movie, like date movie and superhero movie and all that. Date that was movie. one of your favorites, wasn't it? Yeah, he mentioned superhero movie. Ago. Oh yeah, <laughs> I will be on date movie is the first movie I ever actually shut off. 
I don't know. I'm, I can usually sit through any movie. I will. I will chew through it. But I shut date movie off after like twenty minutes. <laughs> it's the only movie that I've ever done that. And after the three of us sitting here and watching a, a certain film that we'll be talking about at another date, <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> that movie was awesome. Yeah, we will be bringing that one up at a later date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now there's a bunch of TV shows being released as well. Well, okay. The Good Wife season four, Revenge season two. Let me see here. Parenthood season four, Mike and Molly season three. Boardwalk Empire Season 3, Being Human Season 5, and, well, one of my favorite shows, NCIS 10th Season and NCIS LA 4 Season. But there's also one other one coming out that I watched called No One Lives, released by WWE Studios. Uh, Interesting premise. No, it's not. No, actually, the story has an interesting thought. No, it doesn't. Yep. (laughs) Couple gets carjacked, basically, taken, kidnapped. Then they start digging into the vehicle and the trunk, and they find something in the trunk they don't expect to find. Cane. No, that would have been cool. (laughs) (laughs) Cane and Undertaker. Is it it May 19th? (laughs) But they find something in the trunk (laughs) that totally, like, messes them right up. Okay. Alberto Del Rio. And things take a total (laughs) change from there. (laughs) Darren Young. (laughs) Darren Young. (laughs) Came out of the closet and then came out of the trunk. Oh. No. Uh, <laughs> sound That's the one sound bite I don't have. <laughs> you don't have a rim shot? No. Oh, jeez. You got I a should. terrible soundboard then. Well, I have this. <laughs> there you go. Nah, All right. Over. I'll take it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fin- okay. Finish the premise of this. Uh, yeah. Uh, this couple gets carjacked. Filmatic gem from and, WWE uh, Studios. Oh, no. It's not a gem by any stretch. Yes, it is. Oh, Lord, no. Yeah. <laughs> Every WWE film is a gem. Yes. Uh-huh. Needs to be buried in dirt. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Dug up at a later date. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> No, the premise is there. It's very cool. Uh, they could have done a lot with it. But even watching it, it's okay for a watch. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you may as well tell me because I'm not going to watch <laughs> Well, people <laughs> listening may just hey, I have to check out No One Lives. I bet, not if Rob spoils it. I bet you they don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> they kidnap this couple, okay? Uh, they get into his trunk, and it's a hostage. That they find in the trunk. Oh. Because apparently this guy is a killer. And the one thing that I read in a review, and I I do agree with him, is his abilities are never really explained. Because he's handcuffed. And his girl's across from him, and they're holding the knife to the girl's throat. And the girl says, oh, forgive me. Uh, And kills herself on the blade. Okay. Suddenly he's snapping the handcuffs and going after the guy, which is, what's his name? Brodus Clay. Yes, Brodus Clay. I guess he's a wrestler. The funk, you know, the funk, dactyls and yeah, does the no, funk dancing. Oh, with, he's the uh, he's tag team with uh, a sweet tea right now. Tensai. Uh, so apparently, you know, Jason still watches. Somebody call my mama. Oh, somebody God. call my mama. Uh oh, sounds terrible. But anyway, he then proceeds to go through the whole group of people that kidnapped him, one at a time. He is like a killing machine and the girl that they find kidnapped in the trunk is going you need to run this guy's going to kill us all you need to run and they don't and she's still there 
Why she sticks around to tell him to run, I don't know. But One of the ones I, I told you so. I told uh-huh. you he was going to kill us all. Yep. Oh, should I run left or right? Oh, is this <laughs> when I break my leg? <laughs> Snap. But it's an interesting watch. Just like I said, just for the premise of it. Okay. Just going back because I know you're curling your nose at the whole WWE film thing. I will say, again, not a big horror fan, but Cena Weevil was actually a decent horror flick. It was. I... As a little he, bit different, wasn't exactly what you expect, you know. You know, when you look at it, you're thinking it's just another like Jason ripoff type thing. Wasn't quite like that. It, it was a little bit different. They went a little bit in different routes for their killing gore and all that stuff. Yep. So it wasn't a bad horror flick. Kane, they can uh, they they can do good things with Kane because that character like that is like perfectly suited for those kind of uh, roles. Yeah. And I just, Brodus Clay, no, I don't see it. Um, he doesn't have a big role in this movie. No. And then, like, well, okay, I go back to um, the Marine and all Cena. that, all that, uh, all those sequels that it spawned. Like, uh, Mike Mizanin did the latest Marine. Yep. I cannot buy him. I haven't attempted to watch two or three. Uh, I thought... The first one was good. They did. They they went out of the box with the, some of the the stunts and fight scenes and whatnot. They did some new things I'd never seen in movies before. And action movies like car chases, the way yeah. they did the car chase and whatnot, was a little bit different. So I really liked the first one, but I will not watch two or three. No, no, no. I am trying to remember the name of that movie that Austin did, The Condemned. Yeah, I love that movie. That was actually really good. Yeah, that well, that wasn't a WWE production, was it? Uh, I believe well, it was. he was in it. So, uh, and he was still a talent uh, contracted with them. So they were probably connected in some way. Yeah, they were probably producing it or something. Yeah, yeah, I did. That was a fun but movie. No, the best wrestling movie, WrestleManiac. Oh, Have starring Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Right? No, no. That was Rey Mysterio Jr. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Oh, yes, it no, was. No, it wasn't. And he was no, dubbed it over. It wasn't. <laughs> it was Rey Mysterio it wasn't. Jr. No, it wasn't. It was Senior. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm looking it up right now. I'm <laughs> telling you. It. I'm telling you. It was Senior. But his voice. They didn't even use his voice in this movie. He didn't even speak, <laughs> did he? Oh, there was talk and converse, a little bit of conversation. Mostly grunting and groaning. But it wasn't even him grunting and groaning. Well... Mysterio Jr. sounds like a 12-year-old boy anyways. And he looks like Michael Jackson without his mask on. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's maybe 4'11 if he's lucky. Right. That's why I'm telling you that it's not it's not Jr. Okay. Here, We're looking it up now. Yeah, I, definitely a, a race to I, Google and Wikipedia for this. Ray Mysterio Sr. as El Mascarado. It was Sr.? It was Sr. Holy crap. He's a lot bigger than than uh, Jr. Yep. Holy crap. Oh, and, but the voice of El Mascarado was Fred Tadasiore. I was wrong on that one. I've, I've been living my life thinking it was Jr. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Said Sr. Sr. bequeathed the uh, Mysterio Jr. title on him. When uh, when he was still wrestling in Mexico, that's where that that came from. But he also did not retire in the same in the, in the same breath. So you have Rey Mysterio Senior still working in uh, Mexico. Oh man! Tell me what I know. Come on, man. Come on. 
That's it. I just can't go on anymore. <laughs> How do you shoot yourself four times? Talent, man. He missed. Talent. He missed the first three. The, the, the first one was a warning shot. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> better smarten up or I'll really shoot me. <laughs> wow. I'm still... All right. <laughs> so, your 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 favorite wrestling movie has now been oh, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was in awe that Ray Mysterio Jr. was in a film, and he's not. So it's just well, he's <sighs> next. He's probably going to have to start doing movies. Yeah. I don't think he can. He wrestles for two days, and then he's he's gone wow. for six months. He said he, as soon as he steps into a wrestling ring, he blows a knee out. So. That's two matches. What's he do after that? <laughs> oh, I said he's going to be like the bionic luchador after that. He's going to be like the next uh, Stone Cold with robot knees or something. Yeah. Braces on the elbow. Oh, yeah. He's like an ex- he's a Iron Man. Hey. The exosuit from There's Elysium. his next gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if that's going to fly, but. No. <laughs> All right. Good. So, uh, the weekly topic. Oh, yeah. Yes. Franchises that got better. Yes. yes. The sequel surpassed the original. Now, I'm going to come right off the top. My friend Eric posted Star Wars. Original trilogy, I say. But, as stated in Scream by Jamie Kennedy, it's a trilogy. Therefore, it cannot fall under the same rules as a sequel. A series of... Uh, a series of movies. series of movies. That's because, right. Because, um, I think it was a... Christina brought up uh, the James Bond franchise. Yep. Yes. Oh, I know somebody brought it up. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. Oh, so it was just, just yeah. You can't you talk can't talk any series of movies without bringing up James Bond just on the sheer weight alone of the uh, the body of work. But the uh, the bit of the debate I have on that is the Bond flicks aren't. Up until the recent ones weren't technically really sequels. Like one didn't lead to the next, and they didn't really refer back very often. Well, so, you, do you really count that as a sequel if it's just it's the character doing another adventure? It's you know a sequel means it, the story is continuing. Yeah, once Pierce Brosnan took over, then they started to get into a bit of continuity. But before then, it was just stories. I. And to my knowledge, the, the only ones that are direct sequels are the Casino Royale, Quantum, Solace, and... Actually, wait, no, you're right there, too. Because even Timothy Dalton, there was one of the movies he had, which made reference back to the George Lazenby movie. I try to forget those. Yeah, I didn't I like Dalton. I did not like Dalton. Dalton was good in the first one. I didn't like him. Which was Living Daylights, I think it was. Yeah, it was, so, and I didn't like him. License to Kill, when you had a, a, a truck do a wheelie. Okay, yeah, that was done. <laughs> Well, nobody said they didn't have the ridiculousness all all well, through yeah, those things. Both axles were still on the back on the on the ground, but the whole front end was tipped right up. <laughs> well, that can happen. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so going back, like I said, the Bond series, I I believe I seriously believe that they were all in continuity storylines. Well, they were written as novels, as yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So that's why I I believe like you look at the movies, but there's no tie-ins. It's all tie-ins. Yeah. Because mm. you, you still have 
Bond. You still have. They have the same Q. recurring characters. You still have M. You still have. But you never once in any of the the earlier ones. You never have them. Hey, remember when we went to that place and stopped? Timothy that guy Dalton or? did, for sure. That's the one that's popping right into my head because Timothy Dalton. Uh, what's her name? Priscilla Barnes was in that one. Okay. And uh, they're getting ready for a wedding, and she goes, "Well, why don't you ever get married?" And he goes, "I tried that once, and it didn't work," which is a direct relation to uh, Under Majesty's Secret Service with George Lazenby. That's the episode. He, uh, that's sorry, the episode. <laughs> that's the movie where Bond gets married. Oh, okay, right. And uh, even the beginning of that's fun. Yeah, just just because they don't harken back to don't they said, hey, you remember the wacky adventure that we had the last movie? I, I, it's but still, that to me is a sequel. Is the, if it directly connects, and not, it's not just again, not just the adventure. I, I think they all directly connect because they all maintain the same. Lead characters, all in the in the back, the background characters, in the and same it, it, universe. it's it's yeah, it's in it's all canon, it's all canon. All right, all right. Yeah, and actually, it was William that brought it up. Oh, okay. And his, his line too there is there were some hits and misses, but it stood the test of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It definitely did. Otherwise, it wouldn't still be going on. Like Daniel Craig's getting ready for the next one. Yep. You know. All right. But each each actor also brings their own style to it, which I think messes up a lot of people. Yeah. You know, like the Sean Connery Bond is completely different from the Roger Moore Bond. Oh, absolutely. Right. And we had, we had this Bond discussion a few weeks back. And remember I said that there was uh, a, an actor that they were considering for the next Bond? Mm-hmm. Idris Elba is his name. Oh, He's oh, a okay. popular uh, black British actor. Mm-hmm. He was at one point, I don't know if that's still the case, but he was cons- being a top consideration for a new Bond. I can see that. It'd be interesting to go back and see all the people that were considered over the years, because I know Mel Gibson at one point was considered as a Bond. Really? Yeah. Before Pierce Brosnan got it. I don't know if I could take him. I don't know if I could either. Now, Especially not now. <laughs> well, if he did it Mad Max style, I could be down with Well, it. see, that's there was a comic book out called Badger. I don't know if anybody here read it. Nope. Awesome book. Oh, my God. It's Badger. Okay. I, I do have a... Uh, badgers? A, we don't need no stinking badgers. He's a martial arts guy, okay, <laughs> basically, but he has multiple personalities. And one of his personalities is the Badger, okay? And uh, they were in talks about making that into a movie, and Mel Gibson was directly tied into it, and that's when Lethal Weapon came out. And I, str- I, re- I remember that because of that big fight scene at the end of Lethal Weapon yeah. on the lawn. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that was probably one of the best fight scenes. That's that's going to have to be a topic, too, one of the uh, Favorite fight scenes. Okay, that, I got a few. Topic. I got a few. <laughs> right well, I, I have to. I don't know because we had a, re- a core request on the Facebook page to discuss upcoming TV shows and whatnot. So I don't know oh, if we yeah. want to throw that in for a topic. And since the shows shows are coming, we should do that soon. Okay. So that's going to have to be you two guys, babies, because I don't watch TV. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I yes, do not. you do. Okay, then you can sit in the corner like Rob did for the animated session. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll work the soundboard. Play the soundboard. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but no, um, no. I said I don't. I I've given up on TV. Well, all right. Yeah, so you guys can uh, discuss your. That's why every time you guys start talking, your Dexter and your True Blood, and I'm lending it to you. Oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I as I said before that I had a franchise in mind for this discussion about wh- a franchise that got better as it went. Yes. Yeah, you were going to keep okay. it for the, the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And now, there's going to be some argument here. But yeah. I'm going to say the Viewers Universe franchise. Ah. 
Because that's... Clerks is a good movie, but then as it progressed, you know, with Mallrats, even though they, they may not have done as great as they want, Mallrats was a great progression. Mm-hmm. You know, we got Chasing a little bit more Amy. of the jam bomb, and then Chasing Amy different direction again but it we still they still have the interconnection yep. mm-hmm. and then you got jay and bob strike back dogma oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I, do, I, I forget the order that they come in i'm such a bad fan damn it wait a second there we go. <laughs> I had a soundbite for that one. And then the then Jane Bob and you know, it just keeps progressing. As you gotta stay in the view askew, so you don't count Jersey Girl, you don't yep. count Red State and when I cop out. And now the Opus, Clerks Three's coming yep. and it's just getting better and the early word just from the reaction he's getting from the script that he's passed around to the potential actors and whatnot. Everybody's saying it's going to be the best one yet. So, I mean, you look, and it's not just in quality either. Like, yeah, his his filmmaking uh, chops got better. You know, better quality cameras. You know, more better crew who knew what they're doing and he so moved on. Moved the camera after Clerks, right? Yes. <laughs> it, it's so it's not just the quality got better, but his stories got better. Yeah, he's expanded the characters we, we he introduced new characters and they we instantly grow to love them so i wanted to throw that out there that franchise the viewers universe it gets better as you go i can't argue that one i i'm i'm a i'm a smith fan so as soon as he said viewers i was in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, again like see so you, you look at clerks and he got his vision out, and he said it was. He was an amateur, an absolute frank amateur when he rolled film on yep. that one, and it shows. And like I said, technically, it wasn't good, but it, it was different. It was different, and that's that was the. It whole, made people watch yeah. a movie that yeah. was not like anything else out no, there. Absolutely, like the, the premise of the movie, and it was downright amazing. Like it, it's. I what the tagline is they, just because they serve you doesn't mean they have to like you. Right. So <laughs> yep. I think anybody that anybody that's worked retail, as soon as you hear that, you go, God damn, that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it's, it's not even supposed to be here. Oh, one of the most <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've said that line at work a thousand times, even when I'm supposed to be there. Yep. Said, like, oh, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it, it with Mallrats, you can actually see his his ability behind the camera and giving direction is, is starting to get so much better. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that he had a a mall full of extras just shows his competence as a director ramping up and his what can I do next? And yep. I'm I'm gonna try this. All right, that worked great. Now I know for sure I can do that again. And no, I'm, that's why I'm really curious. I, I I'm, okay, I, not just because I'm a huge fan, but with Clerks Three coming, the way he's t- talking up this movie and the extras that they need and whatnot, yeah. it sounds like he's going to near epic scale. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> ben, this be his Braveheart. Yeah, Ben Hur or something. Mm-hmm. Big chariot. Oh, they said they had him talking about like needing extras. He goes. If you become an extra in this movie, you're in it for the long haul. You need weeks of time available to uh, do this extra. He says, anybody, if you can get out there, they're going to put you in. And I'm like, can I do it? 
Can I, can I do it? And I'm like, no, I can't do it. Yeah. We are now taking money for the Get Jay to uh, Kevin Smith movie fund. No, I, I can't. I won't be able to take the time. I got school. You know, I won't be able to do it. Well, Christina threw a couple in. Our favorite okay. girl with still doesn't have her movie. Uh, she threw in Terminator. Yes. Which, yes. yes. Well, okay. Terminator, Terminator to Terminator great. 2. Well, see, in both of her suggestions, I'm going to say yes. She answers the question, which sequel was better than the predecessor? Once it gets past the sequel, it sort of dies down. Because the second one she throws up is Aliens. Same thing. Yep. Yes. Yep. You know, Alien 3. But, but you know what? With both of those, with Alien and with Terminator, when you look at the first of those. Keep going. The first of the first film in those is horror. Is more horror than sci-fi. Yep. Or even action. Or even, right. They're, they're, they were aimed for horror. Yep. And then the second one comes out. Now, look, sci-fi we made action. them. Yep. They're sci-fi action. Same guy made both those James sequels. Cameron's. Yep. Now, i got to throw something else out there, too. They are now releasing a new line of toys. The original blueprints were found from the 1970, what was it, 8? When uh, Alien first came out. Okay. They have a line of toys. Nice. They have the Ripley action figure, the uh, alien action figure, yep, the Dallas action figure, and oh crap, for the life of me, I can't think of the android. Oh, um, uh, oh, uh, Bishop. Bishop. Yep. No, 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 that's aliens. That's aliens. Sorry, I can't remember the. Yeah, Ian Holm. I know he does it, but I can't, I can't remember, remember the character's name. name. Data. Data. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they found the original blueprints, and they are now releasing them nice. because back then they weren't thinking. They said, yes, toys. We can make toys. Great. Toys are for kids who will never see this, this movie. movie. <laughs> so they now, shelved it. <laughs> now the kids have all grown up. That's yep. right. The kids that weren't supposed to see the movie did see the movie anyways, and now they're exactly. watching. Yeah. Now they're twisted like us. William also brought up the Jason Bourne movies. Yes. Now, yeah. The original. Okay, the, the first three. but oh, Even the fourth one. Jeremy Renner. Yes. It was okay. I love I, that addition to the story. I kind of I kind of want to take that one as a separate flick entirely and take the born out of it because it just to me it didn't quite fit. Now, to me uh, the Jason Bourne series strikes me as the American Bond because Absolutely. Like it, it's not entirely. Because he is and that's where the legacy, born legacy plays into it. Jason Bourne was actually a test subject, yeah, yeah, right, with all the abilities and the knowledge, and he was one of a group of people that were tested on. It just so happens the first three movies focus on him. Now, the same can kind of be said. I'm like thinking this way uh, of the Bond, because you've got so many different actors have played Bond. Maybe the. James Bond is a persona that somebody is trained for and then slotted into. Think of it. You mean as the actor? No, no, no. The James Bond is a construct of the the British. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. He he is a James Bond is an office. James Bond is an office. Now, they take different soldiers or whatever, they train them up, and you take the best candidate from that school, and now he's promoted into the James Bond spot. Which would explain why we've had the different Bond actors. Exactly. That is true. 
Actually, I can be saved for every single character on that series then. Because Absolutely. M you, changes. Q changes. Q never changes. Oh, no. Q dies. John Cleese. He's called R in the movie. Okay. Is he really? <laughs> yes, he is. He's credited really? as R. Oh. Yep. Yeah, Desmond Lewis is the only one who is the only character. Okay. Yeah. No, they well, called the new Q in Skyfall. They called him Q. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true, too. But the Q is supposed to stand for quartermaster. Yes. So. Yeah. And uh, Miss Miss Moneypenny. She changes. Yeah. Yep. So I'm, I'm starting to think that whole, the whole office, the Bond office from M to Q to Moneypenny, uh, each person is trained and you take the best candidate and they get slotted into that. That spot. You've been promoted to M. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! I was aiming for N, but I'll take M. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a cool just idea. Just, just well, see, the, the Bourne legacy makes it a little different. That Jason Bourne was actually his name. Okay. And these other guys in the Bourne legacy have their names as well, but they're part of the Bourne program. program right? Um, yeah, okay, that's all I got on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going. <laughs> well, it was a valiant effort. All right, okay, we're time to wrap it up, boys. Really? Really, uh, it's, oh, it's that man. time again. But we're right? just having fun. I you know we're just having fun. Party pooper. I know. I didn't just shut it off. I said I gave you guys a warning. So okay. we, we didn't get to American Ninja or Sharknado 2. <sighs> oh, oh well. yeah, well, you know what? We we can't have the opinion on Sharknado two yet. It's we got to see it first, and then we can determine if it's better than the original. Yeah, good point there. Okay, <laughs> concept alone, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> no. <sighs> All right, let's run. Okay, plugs and whatnot. JX three just finished wrapping principal photography for the Wilderness Adventures. So we're now in post production with the. Uh, gonna be starting post production, and then we're gonna go back. September 22nd, I think, is our first kick at the cat for uh, Heart's Journey picking up. Yep. yep. At the Jazz Bar. The yes. Jazz Bar. So, yeah, if you're uh, in Chatham um, on the 22nd, extra? yeah, King and Third, Jazz Bar, we're looking for extras. And, for, like Kevin Smith would say, be ready for the long haul. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a We have a two times shoot. we need people from noon to five and noon to eight. So, yeah. so it could be an all-day thing. It could be. Yep. So, but you yeah. will have so much fun hanging out with us because all three of us will be there. <laughs> yep. Yes. How? Can although, you although I, I, nobody can talk to me. No one. I'm going to be sequestered in my trailer. Oh yes. I got to get. I got. I got to get focused. You know, the I, I've got a, a guru coming in to help me focus and center myself. <laughs> Uh, yeah. This is all on my rider. Didn't you get my rider? Oh, yeah, and I got a recording from the last time you were in your trailer, too. <sighs> <laughs> and on that note. On that note. <laughs> all right, so. Any other plugs? Jay, you made a promise last week. And I have. Yeah. I have. I, I consider to be uh, half, maybe two-thirds done, the original concept outline. Okay. Treatment. Uh, so I, treatment, is that what yeah, it's called? That's what treatment. It's called. Is that the industry term? That's the indie term there. So <laughs> um, I, I am planning by next week to have that completely finished. And then st- I'm going to start planning out, like, locations and what actors are needed and, you know, get that whole. Send your resumes to the movie madhouse at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get everybody in there. Oh, absolutely. When said, boom, cast of thousands. When we have our next contest and Christina wins, she can be an extra. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So far in, in there, I don't think I've had 
any female characters written in at all yet. That scares the crap out of me. No. This is going to be it? one big sausage fest. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, what's the term for that? Oh, the uh, Wait a minute. Given how Christina is kind of floats in the background of the pod, I've got to work her in somehow. <laughs> exactly. She's a character by not being a character. Oh, the, the Snow White Syndrome. That's what that's called. Snow White Syndrome? Snow White. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What's it? You, have, you have the lone female character in... Uh, oh, oh, there okay. we go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were talking. I, I first heard that theory when they were talking about uh, uh, Big Bang Theory. Because when they they introduced Penny for what three seasons, she was the only female that you saw. Yeah, pretty much and on a regular basis. On a regular yeah. basis. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Jason's going to be having casting call. Hot dogs! Hot dogs here! <laughs> <laughs> and. So have you actually started writing, writing, or is it just they're just working on the treatment? I'm working on that treatment, then and then, well, I've got a, a handy Dude. book here. I'm hoping to help me flesh out for the how actual long script. You, how long has it taken him to finally get something? <laughs> I know paper? it's been like three weeks, <laughs> now, two to three weeks. It, yes, don't rush him, man. He's, a, he's in a delicate <laughs> stage right now. <laughs> it's just I've, it's hard for me to focus, and anyways, I, I'm 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 pushing as hard as I can. I'm, I'm hoping to be even farther than that. Now that I've started the ball rolling, I'm hoping it's just going to keep rolling downhill. And Yeah, once you get going, it tends to flow. Well, it, it was, and then I just I got like had like 13 people floating around the house today. And <laughs> Sunday, we have, like, all our kids are home. We yeah. all come over, and you know, you're the ones who moved out. So. Oh, there you go. It, it, it's a fantastic step in the right direction. Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm proud of what what's there so far. Yeah. All right. So that takes care of that. I think. Uh, yeah. You still got nothing from you for September. No. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> so uh, never mind. Nope. I was gonna say, well, come on, you, know, you, you get on me. You got to have something. You got to have something. But I know you're involved in the in the JX3 stuff, so I'll I'll let it go. I'll let it go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Get out of jail free card. <laughs> this time. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes into the penalty box. Yep. All right, okay. So I get uh, that for another week at the Movie Man. Oh, we're everybody, you can find us. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Facebook, the Movie Madhouse Facebook group. Yep, on that's, Stitcher. Yeah, that's the Stitcher. smartphone app. Yep, for smartphone app. Um, if you... Want to leave us comments, uh, suggestions? You can email us at themoviemadhouse at gmail dot com. Please, please send us an email. Give us opinions or whatever. Just let us know you're out there. Like yeah. Topic ideas, like yeah. topic ideas, is great too. We now know our next topic will be TV shows and recurring shows. Outcome, yes, the, the the fall lineup, if you will. So you have a week to cram in all these shows. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It shouldn't be any problem at all. I think I know one that you're going to be watching, but we'll discuss it next week. Alrighty. Is it that one? Which one? That. Uh, I don't know. Are you a fan of that? Hells yes. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. But no, that's not the one I have in mind. Oh. Just for we'll the, discuss it for next week. Just for the people that can't see the shirt, because, you know, this would be driving me nuts if I was listening. Sons of Anarchy. I have my <laughs> Sons of Anarchy shirt. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, it comes out September 19th. All right. Okay, so you know where to find us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, so, that's it for another week. Uh, for Mike, Jason, and Rob. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. See, see ya.
All right. Well, that was the Movie Madhouse episode 10. And before we close out, uh, I, I want to hear back from you listeners. Let me know, because this is kind of the game plan I'm thinking to keep the show running until they come back, is to find different people and talk with them and, and do some interviews just to cover the time and, uh, you know, to present you guys a show. Now, if you like that, you can drop me an email. Let me know if you like that. Or if you think it's just a waste of time and I should wait until the lovebirds come back, tweet or not tweet. Well, you can tweet me too, but you can uh, email me and let me know. Okay. All right, kids. Well, that's it for this week. I am David K. Montoya. And if you're a person that just doesn't like movies, then you might be seeing red. Good night. Welcome to Seeing Red. Don't say we didn't warn you.